Hi, uh, welcome to our very first Value Project podcast. Hi. We are super excited to be doing this, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, I am Becky. I'm Mary. And yeah, so I thought today we could do a podcast that is a bit of an introduction to who we are mm -hmm. and what is the Value Project about before we kind of go into our first series or podcast. Yeah. So I reckon to start us off, um, Becky, I'm going to ask you three questions so that people can get to know a little bit about who they're listening to at the other end of their headphones, okay? okay. So question number one, these are very serious questions. I wish you'd told me these beforehand, but okay for it. You're welcome. Um, uh, okay, so if you could be any animal for 24 hours, what would you be? Um, <laughs> I know. I'd yeah. be a seal. <laughs> Why? Because I love water. Love yeah. swimming around, right? You do, you do. Seals like it, but also, I imagine that when I'm lying on a beach, mm -hmm. not that I do much lying on a beach, but if I was too much lying on a beach, I'd look a bit like a seal, like rolling around, like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be a seal, would okay. I think I'd go for like some sort of bird because I really like the idea of flying. Um, but... Do you know what type of bird? <laughs> what type of bird? Yeah, I don't know what type of bird you'd be, but I had a bird fly into my window the other day and then just sat for about three hours dazed in the garden. <laughs> If you could fly, you'd definitely be the bird. So I'd be not I wouldn't say you'd die, but you would fit like. Okay, I'd go somewhere that was free from windows. So maybe like <laughs> an eagle in the middle of the like wherever eagles live. Um, I would go there. You'd be an eagle. I would be an eagle. I think I'm quite eaglish. Or maybe a vulture. Yeah, you're very vulture. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be a vulture. Let's be real. <laughs> okay, uh, question number two. So me and Becky are uh, sisters. She is my big sister. Um, not so much with the big. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I'm big in every way. Older, wider. <laughs> carry on, carry on. <laughs> so, um, my question for you is your earliest memory. My earliest memory. Your earliest memory. I mean, I would. It was pre you, yeah. yeah. Um, I think my earliest. Like, I don't know if it's an actual real memory or if this is one like I remember because I've talked about it. Because yeah. I've got a twin. Uh -huh. I didn't know if you knew that. I, I did know that, Charlie. Yeah. And we both share this earliest memory, okay. but we have different memories of it. <laughs> so I'm not sure who's correct. I think I'm correct, but um, near us we have like it's called well, it's like a white horse, chalk horse on a on a hill. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember we must have been little, like um, two or under, and my dad walking me and trying up this massive it's like a mountain at the time because it is quite a big hill, especially for a little two year olds. Yeah. I think we were still even on reins, and like dad was like walking oh, us up. What about reins? It's such a weird thing. <laughs> Like a lead for your child. <laughs> you didn't really have brains, you didn't. Because mum and dad had me. one child at that point instead of two to child. I'm such a vulture. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, my earliest memory was walking up this hill with dad giving us biscuits yeah. to eat. And I remember it being those biscuits, you know the cows on, like the malted ones? Yeah, yeah. Uh, child remembers it being cookies. So I don't know. But I don't know if this memory is a real memory or a memory of like we've both told each other so we kind of remember it. <laughs> That is a really random first memory. Yeah, it's not interesting. And what I love is how significant the biscuits are for you. Yeah, but we've argued over this for the last 20 plus years. Well, a lot what more biscuit they were. Yeah. Well, have you asked dad? He won't remember. That is true, that is true. So my earliest memory, which you will remember... Um, I'm intrigued what this is going to be. Is I was about three and we sat around the dinner table and... Um, for reasons I don't understand. I mean, there's so many stories this could be right now. I decided to put a piece of sweet corn up there. <laughs> okay, I do remember this. And my, my earliest, like, picture memory is being in the living room with mum. You, I think, were still sat around the table. 
and her trying to get this piece of yeah. silicone out my nose. Dad was away working away. Yeah. So that that is my earliest memory. Like by the window, the curtains are green, like green gross curtains. Do you know what I remember sitting? We got in the car to the hospital. Yeah. Mum said, "Aid, trying to get out your nose." Yeah. And uh, you sneezed, and it literally was on the edge of your nose. I could see it. No way. And I was like, I could see it. And Mum was like, blow, Mary, blow. You sniffed really hard and sniffed it back up. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, I can now, please report, the piece of sweet corn is no longer in my nose. Um, <laughs> I'm no longer, no longer have a piece of sweet corn up my nose. Oh, glad that um, the sweet corn's still on really nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to finish with a slightly, slightly deeper This one. is very random. This if is... you've made it this far through the podcast, I congratulate you. We promise the content will be improving from this episode on. Mm. But, okay, your last question, Bex. Um, can you tell us maybe about one occasion where um, your faith in your, your kind of belief in God became really real to you, your relationship with God became real to you? Something like that. Ooh, that's a good question. Thank you. I'm not sure if I got a good answer though. <laughs> um, I suppose, like, <laughs> as you know, our parents were Christians. Like, they became mum started going to church when I was like little, little before you were born. Yeah. And dad not that long afterwards. So church and God was always pretty much in my life from a very early age. And I'd always kind of accepted it. And I suppose when I got into my early teens, like, it wasn't cool. My friends didn't believe in God. Mm. Uh, my twin did, and I didn't want to be my twin, so I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, and, and like, yeah, there was lots of reasons, lots of reasons that I'm sure in the future I'll go into of why I decided that I didn't want to be a Christian and I didn't believe in God. And I spent years trying to disprove God. And then, like... Eventually, when I was an older teen, like 16, 17, I decided that I couldn't completely disprove it. So I'd, yeah. I'd spend a year trying to prove it. Like, yeah. I was like, fine, God, you've got a year to prove it. And I remember it's about a year after that point, walking back from work. I'd had a particularly stressful day at college. And I was walking back from the job I had after, after college I'd had. And I remember feeling really, like, content. Like a real contentness about me. And I was like, I don't understand why, because I'd had a stressful day at college and like, it hadn't been a particularly good day. And I, remember thinking, and I remember feeling really content. And I just really, like, it almost kind of dawned on me, like, I actually believe in God. Yeah. Like, I was like, I actually, like, that decision I'd made a year previous. Mm. And like, I wouldn't say I never believed in God before that, because at times I did, but I questioned it or didn't want to. But there was a problem. I'm like, I, I can't deny it anymore. Like, I actually do believe it. Like, I'm, really cool. I am actually believe, like, believe in my heart, not just in my head. Yeah. And so it was not, not very exciting. I've never moment. heard that story before. It's because it's really boring. <laughs> like, I walk home from work and just suddenly thought, why am I feeling okay today? Oh, it's because I believe in God. Yeah. You know, but but it all came from that one decision that I'd made a year prior mm. uh, of like, okay, I'm gonna just okay prove like I'm gonna not try and disprove God. Mm. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just live as if I did believe in God, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, do you believe in God? That's cool. I like that. So then, what's yours? Um, so I bet it's more was... interesting than oh, I'm home from school. Do you know what? It's not. It's not like a huge big moment either. In that, like, you know, as you said, we we grew up in a church, and um, and I think also because I had you and Charlie, like probably even more so, like that kind of that was the family the family belief well you had it really thing. unfortunate because you as your youth leader i was your youth leader, you were my youth leader. so you definitely had that so path. any any you know stuff that i say about the bible which is questionable it can blame on you no because you've now grown up out of youth work and do your own bible study and have gone off to do your own thing now yeah that's true anyway that isn't my <laughs> my i was probably about um 
probably about eight eight years old nine years old maybe and um our um um the young people in the in the church went to a, a festival in the summer and mum our mum and dad helped do the cooking and it was a christian event um, oh i went on that festival because mum and dad made me go i did not want to go and they were like if we don't go the youth group can't eat i was like <laughs> they were like but you can choose i was like i'm not really choosing now am i i'm starving to death or i have to go and it's so, disgusting. so we were we were there and um not everyone that kind of went with the youth group were kind of like 13 and up and i was kind of about eight years old and i yeah. mum i used to love that week because me and my dad would spend loads of time together and um we would i all the young people would be off in like a, the main meeting with a with the kind of church service, and me and my dad would be wandering around the grounds, and we'd buy donuts, and we'd see how many donuts we could eat in a week, and um, things like that. A lot. We we would eat a lot. But I remember this one night. I um we went to before I went to bed. Dad said, "Oh, we can sneak into where the teenagers are and see what they're doing." And there's about kind of like. It's quite big years, like about, probably about 10,000 yeah. teenagers in this space, just worshipping God. And I was sat, stood right at the back with my dad, and I was kind of like joining in a bit. And I turned to dad and I said, I can't wait till I'm older and I can I can feel God like they do. I can't wait till I'm older and you know, I can know God like they do. And, and dad looked at me and was like, well, you can. He goes, and I've just watched you worshipping. He's like, and you are. And that suddenly hit me. I was like... I do know God. It doesn't matter that I'm seven or eight. Like I do know God, and and God knows me. And, and it was from that moment. It I think it came from it, my faith went from being something that I learned about at church and listened to, and that my family did, to being like actually more of a relationship with God. Um, I love how you worked that out at seven, and I worked <laughs> that out at seventeen. <laughs> like I had ten years more of experience with going to church and going to these festivals and and the bible and talking to people but that is the beautiful thing about relationship with god is it's different with everyone and, yeah and there's no right or wrong way whether you're seven or 17 or 70. yeah um god is still ready to meet you so i guess on the on the god note we'll talk a little bit about the valley project and where it came from and what it is well the valley project started in your head it did it... although god kind of started stuff and i think both our hearts probably pre your head yeah i think <laughs> i think god started stuff in your hearts quite a quite a long time ago yeah and um, for me, it was in the last few years, God has kind of um, put in the kind of the message of the Valley Project, which we're going to talk about in a minute, um, really on my heart and, and again and again. But it was something that was very un- unformed and unshaped. And I kept coming to God and saying, you know, can you can you give it some shape? Give it some, what is it going to look like? What is it going to be? Um, and the response I kept getting from God was just about waiting. And that really drove me crazy. Yeah, you're not a waiter, you're a doer. I'm waiting. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. But I did. I'd um, happily wait and just not do much for a while. I'm not that person. I'm, no. like, I'm a planner. Um, but but we did wait and, and wait. Well, and you wait. did. I, I didn't did. know anything about it by this point. Um, and wait <laughs> and wait. And, and I kept saying to God things like, you know, God, I said I'd wait, but I didn't say I'd do it patiently. Um, so come on, hurry up. And... Um, and in that time of waiting, I'm sure we're going to do episodes in the future about waiting and what God does in that time. Um, yeah. But God really prepared me in ways that I didn't necessarily see at the time. <laughs> um, and, until it was kind of this, the end of last, the end of the summer, um, kind of September, October 2020. I'd had a rubbish year, as had everyone had a rubbish yeah, year. Yeah, but you'd had a particularly bad I'd year. Had a particularly rubbish. But two months in hospital, and I, I just came out of hospital, and um, and kind of got this urge was like actually now is the time 
And on paper, that was a stupid time because I was still very poorly. I was about to move house, not that I didn't know it at the time. And there was loads of stuff going on. Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, <laughs> yeah. And if any time, it would have been the perfect time to keep waiting. But that's the time that God said, no, let's do this. Um, so I came to you and I was like, well, and in my prayer, I, I was kind of like, I don't know what to do. And, and that's when God put you on my heart and was like, you need to talk to Becky about this. I was terrified to tell you. I don't know why. I could tell you were nervous. Because you, so you waited, we'd gone for a walk and you'd ask me questions. Like in hindsight, I look back and I bet you were definitely trying to start the conversation. Oh yeah. I was hoping that if I would just do a prompt, you'd basically then just read my mind. Yeah, because you'd like, ask me, you're like, what, what are your plans with your whole life, Becky? And yeah. like, so I was like, this has got deep. It, yeah, <laughs> this is the kind of questions I ask you and you go, why are you asking exactly. me this? But, but that... And we'd gone for this long walk and we got in the car, we'd driven home. Mm-hmm. We were bubble, don't worry. I know it's like pandemic, yeah. so you know we were bubble. And we got, and we'd just driven home, hadn't we? Mm-hmm. And uh, you were like, I was literally about to get the car out of the car, stop the engine. Mo was like, so. Well, at that point, there was God's. I don't know why you were anxious. There was God's little voice in my head being like, "Come on, Mary, come on, now is your time." And I was like, "Right, we've got to do this. It's only Becky. It's, I can do this. I can talk to Becky." Like, we talk about faith a lot, so yeah. And 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 I told you about about what was on my heart. Mm. And in weirdly, though I say weirdly, it's God like, isn't it? Yeah. Although I've not had a like, oh, I want to do something to do with mm. stuff. Like when we prayed and started chatting, literally everything God had put on your heart was on my heart too. Like in slightly different ways. And like you know, like I'm I'm a youth worker, and my heart is one hundred percent for bringing young people to know. Uh, Jesus and mm. you haven't quite you know young people are important to you but isn't quite mm. like that wasn't your full eight like full focus like mm. mine kind of is um but actually every everything that God had put important which we're going to talk about in a second on your heart God had put on my heart over the last few years and it yeah. was like all of a sudden like literally every word you said was like that's exactly what I think this is exactly yeah. what I've been praying it's exactly what my heart has been longing for yeah. so and we did a lot of ugly crying that day yeah, well, you well, I do crying all the time, so it wasn't unusual for me. But but we did a lot of crying. Yeah, but it was it was it was pretty awesome. And and from that, this has kind of been born. Yeah. Um, so we're not. We'll be totally upfront and honest. We're not totally sure what this is what gonna, is what it is. We're kind of making it up as we go. Yeah. Um. We feel like podcast is step one. Yeah. For we sure. don't know what step two is. Maybe step two is is stay here. This yeah. is it. And and also coming from us, you know, we. We are just two people who, and Becky is a youth worker, she she works in a church environment, I don't work in a church environment, um, I work in a completely different environment, but actually, um, you know, we're not coming to this as really um, experts, experts. That, that is the main thing, like, we are discovering things about God yeah. and about Which, the Bible. This is what we're discovering and we're sharing it with you, so and we, we might be wrong. Yeah, and we will say mm-hmm. things that will probably be wrong. And then we might, I might disagree with myself in the future, I'll be like, I, this is what I think. Exactly. And then Mary can quote me in the future, and I'd be like, "Well, I don't agree with that anymore." <laughs> but but we we want to be real about it and about real about who we are. Um, but so Mary, yeah, what is the value value the project? value project? Well, the the the, the key word is probably value. Let's be real. Well, not project. Not project. <laughs> and the main point is everyone has value. Every single one of us has value, and God has placed that value on us, and we have value because God. God designed us because he created us and that because he has a purpose for us. And that is that is the real heart, is that pe- we want people to know 
and you know this is aimed at the moment at kind of young people young adults that you have value you have value through god god has given you value and i think in the society where it's so easy that it's so easy that you don't see your value in yourself mm. um, and sometimes you don't see value in other people and actually what the value project is about is is just teaching and shouting that you have value you have worth um yeah yeah that's the same part. Yeah, it's about seeing yourself through God's eyes and yeah. seeing others through God's eyes. Yeah. Totally. And I think as well that, that the other thing we've we've prayed and talked a lot about is actually in lots of different um you know, we all have different skills, abilities and gifts. Mm-hmm. And so often in our life we see the reasons of things we don't have or we can't offer. Mm-hmm. Like Mary's kind of hinted at the fact she said not really hinted, but said about how medically you've had a really rubbish year, but yeah. actually physically you have quite a lot of difficulties and stuff you know mm-hmm. and actually I think for me I know for me when God started change, like putting stuff in my head was two three years ago when we we were at another festival thing mm-hmm. and you were in your wheelchair and just everybody were really annoying about it <laughs> let's yeah. be honest yeah like people just didn't know how to treat you and it was like God put in my heart then was like like you know, we made we made friends that year, didn't we, with other people who were having similar experiences as you were. And I was like, people don't see their value because people because society doesn't see people's value. Yeah. So part of the value project is like we want people to be able to help people see their value in God because value because God gives you your value because yeah. God has created you. Another part of it is like actually it's like you know what society doesn't see it and how yeah. can we as people change that? But as well how can we not let that define us yeah for you sure. know so i think yeah that that is some of the kind of i mean there's like we have a book full of things of what god's put on our heart but the key thing is that actually every single person is valuable yeah. valued and that comes from god but not everybody knows that and like on the back of that like we just want you guys to know that like whoever you are like you're welcome in here yeah because you have value like it doesn't matter your circumstance your situation it doesn't you know whether whatever you may you may be or you may have or you may think that you think oh I can't possibly be part of that God can't possibly want me God can't possibly love me in that way like that is absolutely we want to just say like everybody is welcome in this and every single person has value Mm. um so yeah that is kind of the heart of the value project and where we're going to kind of go from um so, like we say, we're total novices. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we don't know what it's going to turn into. But so we would just... You'll have to find out with us. Exactly. And we'd yeah. love you guys to just, just join and get involved. Um, so that kind of concludes the first... Yeah, we were going to keep this short and snappy. We've done a very long, not short and snappy. That's a shocker. We were going to be like, oh, let's do five, ten minutes. This has turned more 20 like 20. Minutes. So, <clears throat> sorry about that. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, that's the end of the first episode. We just want to say, have we hope you have the most wonderful day, whatever you're doing. Um, and Beck, do you want to finish with a quick prayer? Yeah, Ryan. Lord Jesus, uh, we thank you for new opportunities and we thank you that um, you love us and you value us. And Lord, I pray that in this new adventure, whatever we get up to, Lord, that you will help show us and show others their true value and who they are through your eyes, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Have a great week. <laughs>